0: I almost made love to myself. Yeah! <laughs> shit. Goddamn, my name is Red Croft. Thank y'all for having me at Tacoma Station. I appreciate every last one of y'all. Y'all are so beautiful. Give it up for yourselves, hey. y'all
1: selves, man. One time. Y'all still here. Y'all still
0: standing like a brick shit house. Yeah, cut kind of like an A for double, baby. That was that was that was hood term. They they don't know about that cut up like an if a dope. Right or wrong. Everybody got their uncle that said, right or wrong. Step take two steps back, right or wrong. Geraldine raising them kids wrong, right or wrong. Shit, you see what happened tonight, right or wrong. Tell the people where they could find you. The name. The Why we got you in the car, car man? The we in the truck today. Me and gentleman. my boy red, uh, house red in the car. Where can we find you at, sir? You can find me on Instagram at R E D D C R O X X. Red Crocs. If I ever get somewhere with this here comedy, I'm going to add another X. The shit will get X rated. Because <laughs> I'm going to be fading. But, um. Hey, you gotta double up on the double down sometimes, man. <laughs> you gotta double up on double the double down. down. And that's the way this shit be, man. I tell people every time in my show, energy is transferable. Man. Uh, that's why I separate myself from bad stuff all the time. You know, even in a work setting or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I try to be around positive things and people that are productive. That's why I automatically. When I met Super Sante <laughs> from down the way. First time I met you, my brother, we was speaking Spanish for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, like, man. Like, I almost jumped into one of my characters I do named uh, Flaco Navarro. Oh, Flaco Navarro. See, Flaco be dancing, baby. Flaco be talking this shit. I, I think of the pussy. I look at the pussy, go, la, 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 la. You know what I'm saying? They like it when you put that little tongue on them. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Some niggas be putting like, put the clip of the red dog on them, you man. got to put it light. Yeah, I put it, I got to roll your tongue, it, yeah. it, it, <laughs> Tickles that they sold. Yeah, up. man. You funny, man, you funny, man. Yo, man, shout out to my boy, Red Crocs, man. He on the show with us, man. He gonna add another X. gonna get just nasty on him. I'm gonna get your rifle lean, but, but the man is dope, he's a dope comedian. And uh we're blessed to have you on the show. You can find me at Super Saiyan Santi. I'm on everything with that. Uh Shout out to Aquana, Diva violence Shout out to my boy at OG underscore Frank shout out to at van my boy van over there at at the real lfr family he's on instagram he killing the youtube game and my man van is like over 300 000 subscribers on youtube yeah. man yeah. he's getting paid from it he's just and he's always getting better at it every time he hits me up he's like yo i just got 20,000 something views on this video i got 80,000 views on 100,000 views he getting plaques from youtube he's like Killing the game on the, on the uh, social media game. So I shot that boy out. My man is nice with it. Damn. What's his handle? I need to follow him. Follow him, man. Because honestly, uh, follow him, please. I think he has figured out a key to internet promotion mm-hmm. and monetization mm-hmm. of it that a lot of people will never get to. A lot of females out there think that shaking their ass online is like where it's at it is where it's at if you're doing it for a profit mm-hmm. but if you're doing it just to be known in your city or your state you're doing you're serving yourself a disservice what you, you know Damn. yeah Damn. yeah it's right, man it's all it good is i'm deep. off that it's rival and it's deep in there hey, hey i'm gonna have to jump out and get them over for money <laughs> but it's all good you, you rolling uh you recording everything but yeah for him to be able to take whatever talent that he has and monetize it online Yo. and entertain people and create content. Yo. Content is king. So let me ask you a question. We talk about topics on the show. Let's hope, yeah. Up, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're talking about topics. topics. On this, uh, Where is how you feel about the whole? Did I give them I must have given it back to you, bro? Oh shit, my bad. Yeah. Mm, see? See, Did that's I... that's black folk. That's my grandma. Somebody that stole my damn life <laughs> whole time, the shit in your pocket. Yo, but I, I try to give it back. Yes, sir. You an honest man. I'm, yeah, this is a blue one. I might have had a yellow one. It might have but been no. a yellow one. But Alright, so what are we going to talk about, Will Boom. and Jada? Boom. Boom. Is this yours? That's yours. No, I had, had two. This my, all man. All all my man was prepared. I was, hey, he, he sent me to uh, text and said, bring a lighter, my brother. <laughs> and I said, we going to be lit. Just like that. You know what I'm saying? Alright, so we're talking about Topics like Will and Jada. Will and Jada. Cause why? Why wouldn't we not talk about it if it is trending? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, Will, I, right. I think. Oh man, they, they got some ratchet joint. Yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, roll the window there Oh my goodness. Oh, man. Hey, hey, baby, baby, come to my show tonight at ZK Lounge, 1805 Montana Avenue, Northeast. You said ZK. Yeah, follow me on IG, R-E-D-D-C-R-O-X-X. I'm going to send you some tickets, baby. Y'all look lit. R-E-D-D what? C-R-O-X-X. Yeah, Red Crocs. Um, Damn, girl, you got them furry slippers on over there. You look like you do. Oh, stop playing, girl. Oh, I like that shit. I got a Louis V bag right here. We, we'll look great together. Mm. Come to my show, baby. But uh, yeah, I'm producing tonight, man. My bad. Hey, are you good? Hey, you good, man? I and This mean. is this is this is what the podcast is all about. Real, yeah, being good. real. Oh, and we're gonna take some photos. Absolutely, bro. My brother, man. Let me. I like. I'm day. gonna get smoking. Do your thing. Do thing. Do your yeah, thing. Sir. Just a cigarette for all them kids, man. Yeah, drugs yeah. are not cool. We don't do drugs. No, nah, we don't do drugs. That's I mean, it. I know a few floors. We sell flowers, Uh, uh, but we uh, don't go to no drug stores. Nope. Absolutely. I might go to an after-hours spot because they be doing something strange in there. No, to my lady at home, I ain't mean that shit. Uh, I ain't mean that shit. I'm with super super Santi, and we telling the kids don't do drugs. Nope, Nope. hope, down with dope, up with hope. (laughs) Up with hope, hope. down with dope. There's no testimony without a test. Hey. Absolutely. All gas, no brakes. God dang it. See, I almost cuss. But I can't do it while I'm talking about the law. Oh, hey. So when it comes to Jada and Will. Yo, there we go. What so talking about? I feel like before a person really can judge that whole situation, you got to go back to number one. Go back to the foundation, which is, my understanding is that they had an open type relationship from the beginning. Word. So, with that being said, to me it feels like if they had an open situation, and he she was out there sleeping with August or whoever, whomever else, um, and he was out there knocking the carnation milk out of something, too. The carnation. Carnation milk. milk. That's, <laughs> milk. that's the thing. <laughs> that's, that's, that milk. That's, <laughs> that, that's that evaporated milk, <laughs> boy. That's right like that. too. <laughs> Boy, you remember when a nigga was living in the ghetto growing up? You would run out of regular two percent milk. Mama say, take some of that carnation milk in that boy and put a little bit of water in it. That shit was thicker than a motherfucker. Like government cheese was good as shit too. But you do you remember government butter? Nah. Oh my, G, G crazy, oh my god. The cheese was crazy. I got a dick. Hey, that shit feel like a brick in your stomach. Hold you down <laughs> all day. Like, <laughs> all day, nigga. Food with the motherfucking cereal was puff wheat. Didn't even have a fucking flavor. Uh But when it comes to Will and Jada, (laughs) I feel like you got to go from number one, talk about the fact that they were in an open relationship. So the fact that she was fucking these other men and taking in all this different energy or doing all of this and that in the third, it was understood that it was okay. A lot of square people that ain't into that swinging or open relationship type formatted relationship really can't understand that. They can't get it because they go home to their wife after they take their break at work, eat their cheese sandwich, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they go to Fridays for happy hour. Mm-hmm. But some people out here really hanging and swinging. <laughs> and they got a wife, a girlfriend. So you're <laughs> saying that affected the whole reason for him going up onto the stage He's trying to yeah. get back to some type of normalcy in my Coke. book. So, he's getting back to... So, him going on the stage and protecting her honor. Okay, okay. So, how about the other people that they claimed were also jackaling as well? Mm, so, hey, I, I, I didn't know the fix was in already form. See, that's why I try to not evaluate situations mm. until I have all the information. Mm. But from what... I mean... If that was the case, he should have smacked all of them. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. Yeah, I mean, it's like... But then I would have been like, <laughs> if I out there just slapping, nigga. He just slapping, nigga. They locking him up. They throwing away the key. <laughs> <laughs> if he walked up the stage and did it twice, I'd relate like, something wrong. With right, him. right. They'd have put him out <laughs> on the second approach. The second approach. Maybe the first one, he yeah, might have made, made it to the stairs. But they tackling this nigga soon. As the same way. Him. he got- He's like, where are we going, yo? Yeah. You <laughs> we about nah. to slap? Hold on, but they've been coming for Will for years, though. <laughs> you have to understand this man has been emasculated within the public eye. Ah. But give it, hold on, hold on, hold on. But he's getting a nice check, though. Exactly. That's why he shouldn't be in his face. He's <laughs> walking up and just slapping. He's like, I feel like slapping a nigga, nigga today. death. Chris Rock, yo. Dog. Chris Rock is a legend in my book. <laughs> of course, Chris he is. Rock was in <laughs> I'm going to get you sucker. CB4. CB4. <laughs> I'm in <Lindsay> C Gusto. <laughs> I'm black, y'all. I'm, I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, and I'm black, y'all. And I'm bigger <laughs> than black. Uh, uh, <laughs> black. Black, that, the black, the uh, black, that, the black, that, the black, the black, black, y'all. Nigga. Oh, excuse me. I didn't say nigga like that, but damn. Dude. Chris Rock was on <laughs> SNL. He was on I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. He was on uh, CB4. Uh, he. We talking about Pookie. Okay. We talking about Don't hurt me man That shit That shit be calling me man. I got a go to it I just got to go to it <laughs> nigga, uh, nigga Ice-T put the barrel Of motherfucking 4-5 in his mouth Yo. And yeah Chris Rock is a very accomplished man I hate to see Two black people That was whack, dog. In prominent positions going at each other. Come on, he slapped (laughs) him. He slapped him. He slapped him around the corner. I'm sorry for laughing, dog. But then he sat down. Did you see Diddy's, um, did you see Diddy's uh, response to it? I saw Diddy's man. And he was like, that's that that was a hell of a smack. (laughs) That man, Chris Rock, got a chin. The boy has a chin. Shit. But uh <laughs> no. Nah. It was like an old town slap It was like, it, it really was. It was a 2 handed body move. <laughs> he he used his torso muscles and came. He I, I feel is he taller than uh Chris Rock? I, I think I feel, he might be a little. I feel taller. like he came down with it a little. Bit. I think he you knew it, height was involved for the for movement. real. Will ain't no short dude. Will Smith, man, I hope he's okay. Hope that brother's okay. I think he's going through some things. (laughs) I think he needs counseling. But counseling only works for people that are willing to be honest, and he has to be honest about how broken he is. That man is broken. Anybody that can be see—that's a part of the Willie Lynch uh, ladder. If you can emasculate somebody publicly and destroy their public image, which Jada has done. It seems to be a systematic plan. You know what I'm saying? Oh, to knock a nigga man. down. She been knocking this nigga down for years. I, I pray I pray for the brother, and I pray for the brother. How about uh this topic Yo, how you been doing during this whole COVID situation, man? Man. And then and then now we here. We all of a sudden be outside no mask. Man, don't it seem like it can a C O conspiracy? <laughs> it seemed like a C O C-O-N-spiracy to me now, but I uh, I don't normally get into all them uh, conspiracy theories, this and that, and the third, but it seemed like it damn sure dissipated (laughs) and evaporated. Quite rapidly. Quite rapidly, after everybody got the damn shot. Yo, do you still wear a mask? Hell no. I ain't wore a mask. (laughs) I ain't wore a mask. (laughs) Only time I was wearing a mask hard was when they didn't know what it was. (laughs) <laughs> Before they knew where it came what from. What kind of mask did you wear? First, I was double I was double bandanaed up like a motherfucking blood. You were double bandana? Double band. My, my co-workers was making fun of me. They was like, that shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> you Like a bandana bandana. I had a band I had a like a Crip blood bandana. Yeah, a double I don't think band that, that was going to work, dog. It wasn't, it <laughs> wasn't. But I, I was determined to not wear something that was strapped to my ears. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, dry, that yeah, ear strap. That ear, yeah. man, I got sensitive ears. That man, shit and I like book. the way I wear earrings, so. Yeah, you got, and that's a lot of weight on the ear. That's earrings. a lot of weight. And yeah. then I wear glasses as well. So it's like, man, oh, wow. is my ears ever going to get a break? I still wear the mask. No, yeah. ain't nothing wrong with you it. You know though. why? Because they kept making it such a fucking big deal way to wear the mask, And now, then, I'm gonna wear the motherfucking mask. Exactly, and then they done switched, they done, uh, what was his name? Uh, the chief doctor, <laughs> Fauci. Fauci, Fauci. Fauci, slipped up, and they done hacked his emails, and he said, the masks ain't worth shit. The masks don't even fucking work. We talking about the chief, he's bigger than the goddamn Surgeon General. You got to, you got to, you got to to attention when you see him. Yeah. He got the, mm, double salute. You so, got to salute that dude. We going to salute Fauci. He's a gangster. gangster. He made it through the storm. <laughs> it, it, man, I was watching the news every day when the pandemic broke out. And I was like, the number, I was telling my wife, I was married at the time. I was um, like, hey, hey, babe, them, hey, 100,000 more than died today. And then the next day, oh, shit, it went up to a quarter million. Damn, we done lost two hundred this week, mm. and it was very draining and depressing, mm. and my my marriage. Just to make a long story short, my marriage Folded like one of them Dixie cups That you mm-hmm, get from The mm-hmm, dollar mm-hmm. store You can't put no you, drink can't, in. you can't put nothing in there You can't put no real drink Yeah, hell no A that real shit, drink I should have <laughs> Eat through that shit And become that shit I'm telling you You have cups Floating around in your drink You have particles Particles like shit Yeah, some good cups Hell uh, yeah Particles and shit So And, and So alright What was the first <laughs> This shit was good was it See when they See I knew it was was real probably a week before, a week and a half before they they laid everybody off. When they when they said they shutting the schools down, yeah, they shut. The I said, you know what? We about to be on unemployment mm. because who the fuck can stay home with my kids while I go to work? Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> ain't that it, some shit right there? It, it, yeah, it it, it really it, it, <laughs> it brought the family closer, bro. <laughs> bro, it was cool. How, what did you doing during quarantine? What I was doing, I keep it real. I ain't paid no mind You were still working. I just kept on working. Oh, you was see, you were like you said, you drive, so you were part of the f- supply chain. Well, I don't. I didn't drive then. I sold actually right before it all happened. I started selling solutions. For cleaning homes and housekeeping, like type, type take thing. one of the motherfuckers. Wow, that's dope. So, How did you get into that? Man, one day I was like, if I can sell computer equipment, I can sell soap and water. Damn. Right. <laughs> you can sell hardware and software. I can sell <laughs> the real. That's kind of like coke on the street. If you sell it hard and you can sell it soft, then. <laughs> <laughs> You could damn near sell water to a whale, but see in. But the, I like sellers. And me too. No, no, no. That's I like sellers. That We're how I started. <clears throat> I kind of was a reluctant comedian. At, uh, uh, yeah. Um, like initially, uh-huh. I um, started uh, on a live stream during the pandemic. Uh-huh. After my my marriage folded like a paper cup, uh, <laughs> or like when the, uh, uh Styrofoam plate. you ain't supposed to put in the microwave. It just evaporated and went into the air. I started going to this live stream every Friday where he was the, one of my um close friends, childhood friends, was putting people on.
1: And I'm, I went I'm, I'm there. Close
0: this real quick. I, I went there. Ash, ash my bad. No, nah, oh, I ain't gonna smoke your car. No, nah, we got open the top up there. Yeah, but I, I went there like three times ash and. Legend. I was making people in the crowd, in the in the audience laugh, and I was heckling the comedians a little bit at the time, and and eventually he was like, man, hey, uh, think about it. I'm gonna give you, I want to give you five minutes on stage, and he was like, I was like, "Mm, damn, I was terrified. (laughs) (laughs) I was absolutely terrified because public speaking ain't really my big. You know, strength. Or oh, yeah. I, so I thought at the time. It wasn't. Um, and then I thought about it for two weeks. And then my boss heard about the opportunity and said, "Nigga, if you don't do that shit, I'm gonna be mad at you. Mm. Because you got it in you to do something that a lot of people wish they could do. <laughs> and he, he, you know, it ain't gonna cost you nothing to try to do it and maybe fail the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah." yeah. How'd you like it the first time you did it? Man, well, I I loved it. Mm -hmm. Because where I started was the hardest setting to do for a comedian, which is a close close quarter setting. Mm -hmm. And it was like the people in the audience were like five feet away from the stage. Mm -hmm. And it was like... Um, maybe like five rows of chairs and a couch over here and a tall bar chair over there. So it was like a space that could hold like 25 people. But we used to get like 30, 40 people in that motherfucker some night. Like nice. We was drinking. We had homemade drinks because everybody was at the liquor store every day. We had a big-ass punch bowl with this drink we called uh, Moon Juice. Had a G's night out, man. We was in Fort Washington. And you couldn't tell us nothing. Mm. In there... Breaking all the COVID restrictions, not wearing no masks, <laughs> nothing. Niggas throwing up in the bathroom. It was like house party every Friday. So and uh That's how one of my uh comedy, my old comedy partners got in the game of her name is T Marie. And uh when I was bombing in my first, like, first year, that woman said you Alright, you know what I'm saying? You keep going. Um, but it, it was a beautiful thing. Yo. Just just to be able to express myself and be creative. I've always been a creative person. Yo, so how you that's how you got introduced. A live stream. A live stream. called a G's Night Out. And this show still goes today. It uh it eventually graduated From after like two and a half years, it graduated from my homeboy's basement into a spot in Old Town Alexandria, Alexandria VA called the Galactic Panther uh, Art Gallery. And I performed there twice. And I killed it both times because all that preparation, Mm -hmm. I I had no choice. By that time, I knew what worked for me. I knew what didn't work for me. I knew my lane as a comedian. I had observed other accomplished comedians killing stuff, like mm-hmm. Tony uh, Wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a place in Woodbridge, Virginia called The Electric Palm, and I only did that place one time, but in the course of me going there several times, you know, I performed there once, but I've been there several times, I met Tony uh, Tony Woods and Shevitz Witcher, Mm. Uh, they're traveling comedians, and Tony Woods has been on Deaf Comedy Jam. Yeah, no Tony Woods, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. He's I like I like comedy. I love comedy. He's a I'm beast. into comedy. Heavy. Yeah. So he, how do you deal with hecklers? Um, because Will Smith pretty much would have been considered a heckler in the Yeah. Situation. How I would mean, you have dealt with a heckler? I mean, I don't want to say nothing too spicy because the kids just might be watching this. It's okay. I roll around. I'm with some may call a big stuff. Mm-hmm. So, if they from the hood, they know what that mean. Um, but, I go toe to toe, word for word with somebody. Yeah. I have been destroyed though, mm. on stage. energy's mm. night out. Mm. Drunk as hell. Rose a bottle in my hand. Nigga called me everything. Rose, Call, man, he, man. he Rose a bottle in my hand. You feel like that bad? bad. I, I was feeling good that day. I came out with a with a vision, and it wasn't recognized that day. <laughs> <laughs> but I doubled up on the double down. <laughs> I wiped off my tears and my fears and my and mm-hmm. my kids, uh-huh. and I bounced back. And but the dude destroyed me. Yeah, like. And he wasn't even a comedian. <laughs> but I wasn't a comedian at the time yet. So you were learning your game. You had I was to learning with my uh, game. I wasn't to... a full-fledged comedian because mm-hmm. I didn't know the different formats and tools of comedy yet. Mm. Which I would later learn after going to a bunch of open mics and running into a few good comedians and said, Read uh, the Comedy Bible. Mm. And that's by Judy Carter. I'm going to read that book. Is it good? It's a very good. Well, it's a very good book. If you got an open mind. If you can be objective. I like reading shit that just blow my mind sometimes. Mm. Like, I like a good book. And also, I'm a gamer. You a gamer? I am. I am. What do you play? I mean, I haven't been playing that recent stuff. I just bought, like, a Super Nintendo. Okay. And I bought a... Uh, PlayStation that you could play Atari games on. Like. What you went retro? Yeah, I went retro because like I'm a nostalgic type dude. I see. Yeah, I'm very nostalgic. Like that's very nostalgic. And then I, I went to this place in Springfield, Virginia that sells Ataris and and uh what's what's some other ones? Uh, Laser discs and yeah like record talking. players and okay. vinyl and and they have an arcade in there as well. <laughs> Yeah, so I was in a, back. I was like a kid in the candy store. I was playing duck hunting shit with the real with the gun. <clears throat> I was like, "Man, I got this in 1990 for that Christmas and I'm, I was playing duck hunt all day." So, um, yeah, man. Uh, but I do like uh I do like Madden. I used to play 2K, but believe it or not, I'm a, a fan of uh Tiger Woods, uh Tiger Woods golf. Yo, I like golf games as well, man. Yeah, man. So, you have the Tiger Woods golf, and playing that? I do, but I don't I got the old one. But that's crazy. Yeah. So I, you like the old joy? You play that? Hell yeah, I play the Masters. I play uh all of that man. That's I different. Mean, How does that feel playing that during this time knowing that I'm gonna tell you what I'm playing as golf. I got the Oculus. So, I'm playing golf on the Oculus right now. And that's the, 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 virtual, the virtual goggles. Damn. Um, that shit is on another level. I, I'm scared to try it. Yo, it's going to blow your mind. It's fun as shit. I feel like I might have a seizure or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> At first, yo, yeah, when you first get them, you do have to get used to them. But once you do, you start playing golf on the shit. Like, I'm playing in, like, Top Shot, and I got the Migos video playing above me while that's I'm playing dope. golf. That's dope. Super dope. It's like... <laughs> I don't know. I, I know it throws off your whole equilibrium, problem. It does for a little bit, Damn. but once you get the hang of it, it's. I'm on some other stuff. Like I play war games, like Call of Duty joints. Oh my god! And then there's this one that you're playing a uh, frisbee in a uh, in an arena with no gravity, zero gravity. Bro. So you're flying around to grab this frisbee, and you're trying to throw it in to uh, a net against Damn. another team trying to stop you. So what war games you play, like like Call of Duty? or They got to be Call of Duty, but it's like their own version of it. Oh. Or you could be on a SWAT team and you like going through the motion, but you got to just follow. You know yeah. That leads me to a question I you you. want to ask you. ask you the question. All right. So you're saying you play war games. I, I have two. I used to play Gears of War back in the day. Um, yeah, that was a, for the time, that was a really good game. It was an innovative game soldiers in war situations get PTSD. Mm. And I feel like the society we live in has desensitized us to a lot of trauma. Do you think a person could get PTSD from playing a virtual reality war game? Nah. Nah. It's not that real. For me it ain't. But for some people. I can understand that it might be. It might be. Because perception is everything, like yeah. in which your mind takes in, your subconscious like feeds on. Me, I enjoy going up in that shit and just getting headshots. <laughs> you go to the range in real life, like you know, I I uh, not real, not, not real, not like I used to. For no, yeah. I would say right now, no. no I, when nah. I was younger, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, guns. How do you how do you feel about gun safety and gun laws? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I feel like t- what everybody wants to do, do what you're going to do, man. Right. Um, you know, if you feel like that protects you, hey, you know, you might need protection. Yeah. I-, I mean, some people see it from different lenses, man. Like, some people say, if you're scared, go to church. <laughs> and some people say, if you're scared, go grab a 4-5 or-, or a semi. I'll I I, I- I'll be like, you may have prayed behind and sent me, dog. <laughs> I don't know. Right, 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 right. You know, I, I just... Do what you do to make yourself happy, you know what I'm saying? Like, as long as mm. you don't come to me with no problems. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, I mean <clears throat> I got a different uh outlook on guns and gun safety because I um my like my life was majorly impacted by mm. gun violence oh, when I man. was very young. My brother that. died of gun violence when I was eleven. Damn I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I mean I appreciate it, but you know, hey, it's he was living by the sword Whew. and a lot of these dudes out here I lost don't, a lot of friends like that man. right me too <laughs> i mean i lost my friends. brother and he was the f- first one that i kind of ever really recognized damn we living in a flawed system oh man. yeah man oh yeah this oh, system yeah. is not designed for us to oh, like yeah. prosper uh, prosper initially you know so it is what it is but yeah i feel you but I, when, as I, I mean, when I was young, I was mad Oh, my brother's gone. This, that, and the third. But when I got older, I realized he was living by the sword, and he was out there I'm living that him. life. He was seventeen. Damn. He had a thirty-five-year-old girlfriend. He had a safe in the house. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he was. He had to survive. He it's was. Like he, was a, a, he was a stepper. And my mom, um, my mom was a drug addict. That's it's why I say it. in my um, shows sometimes I'm a crack baby. But I'm a crack baby that Recognized my flaws early And overcompensated In the areas That I wasn't flawed in Mm. As far as like communication And articulating myself and reading Like you know all of that Man you are uh, Your whole vibe is Real relaxed And to know that you dealt with such Like that trauma And that's trauma like a motherfucker You know that's trauma I know that it's trauma. And to stay, but the way you carry yourself, how uh, do you, do you do, does that fuel you for your material? Is that how you get your material? I mean, not initially oh, though, okay. I, at the beginning, it was more me finding concepts that I could gel with. Mm. But as I go forward with the comedy and formulating different routines, I, I'm starting to, you know, put more stuff In my comedy that's from my real life Mm. That's from my upbringing Mm. Like I was writing a joke yesterday About my son, my youngest son I got two sons, my oldest Is 12 and my youngest is 6 Wow You got kids right? I got got one kid And your kid ain't even talking yet not even there yet. Not even on the dad day yet. Man, so he's on the dad but he's on. I'ma do what the hell I wanna do. Right, that's how they all straight up like to begin with, and then you shape him and mold him like a piece of clay. <laughs> but my oldest son is an introvert, and my older, my youngest son is an extrovert like me. Okay, okay. but I'm an introvert turned extrovert, okay. and that's a whole another story. Okay, okay. But my, <laughs> he's I think he might be an entertainer. My youngest son said to me. Dad, I think my brother has sleep paralysis. <laughs> Jesus I'm gonna say it again for the people in the back on the on the podcast. My youngest son, Kai, said to me, "I think my brother has sleep paralysis." Jesus. Christ. And then I said, "Scott, you six years old." What do you know About sleep paralysis And where where did you learn that word So I talked to his mother Like right (laughs) after after me and him Had that conversation (laughs) And I said your son is going to be Something else And I stopped him In the middle of the whole conversation And said Explain what sleep paralysis is to me (laughs) And he said to me he said, oh, yeah, my, my brother, Jalen, um, uh, sometimes when he's sleeping, um, um, he he sits up and he looks around with his eyes closed and then he lays back and he says, I, I, I can't move. I can't move. <laughs> so he had some concept of what paralysis is. And it was in the moment, it was it was it was kind of dope, but yeah, my son he may be a little entertainer. He can sing his ass off though. Oh man, man, he's up for himself. Yo, guys, we gonna stop for a little bit. I'm gonna get some cake. We will be right back. And mm. how many of y'all into daily affirmations? Woo, woo. Yeah, you got know, the daily mental wellness, right? Yeah. No, no I'm,
1: not,
0: I'm not talking about like the I am beautiful. And I am worthy of the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about daily affirmations like, fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. That bitch ain't going to do me wrong. again. Fuck that bitch. That. Damn, I lost myself for a second. me, I'm that no, I
1: was <laughs> But
0: you, you got them daily affirmations. They play a big role in your subconscious mind that may yeah. drive your everyday reality. So when you when you say fuck that bitch mean that shit. <laughs> nah, I do. <laughs> this is me personally. Cause you want it, like you are like plugged into the local area as of comedy is concerned. Yeah, man. I mean yeah. Yes and no. I got yep. a I got a few uh good, very good allies. I'ma say more than few. Um You know, I got a lot of good people that rock with me. Yeah, um, which I think, which one did I, I think I put this one down. All right, bet. Yeah, um, I got a a few good people like uh, Phil Page, Miss Chocolate. Uh, She was a host at Tacoma Station for years. She produces shows all over the area. Um, I'm plugged in really hard. I rock hard with uh, Chi Chi the comedian, out of Baltimore vibes by Cinnamon, DJ got jokes miss Cinnamon, uh a guy named Idris uh Morgan Tulliver uh and uh Jack, uh John Burton he's a heavy hitter like on the on the underground scene mm-hmm. I really don't rock with a lot of the uh, mainstream guys I ain't gonna really say their names because mm-hmm. I don't have nothing against them. But, you know, when when you're on a local scene mm-hmm. and people start getting more shine, not saying I got more shine, but they may have got more shine, and they start elevating at a fast rate, <clears throat> sometimes they get Hollywood. What does that mean, get Hollywood? What does that mean to you? Um. They stop going to open mics. Mm. They stop... Um, Observing the craft in the way that they did initially when they when they started it. That's why comedians like Kevin Hart mm-hmm. aren't as raw and pure, and you know, and it's it's not the comedy he does. is not at the same level it was when he was on the ground floor, or mm. he was on his way up, like, like he drives a Ferrari or or. A, a bugatti or whatever rich person car but and he travels the world and does shows everywhere but he can't tell you how much a, a gallon of milk is at the grocery store you mm. lose you lose a certain you know hunger and sharpness when you get some bread from it mm. 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 that's real that's real I mean, some people do, some people don't. You got some comedians like Chris Rock. I mean, not Chris Rock, but Cat Williams that is worth millions of dollars but still goes to the dirty, rough, after-hour spots and little chicken places and little bistros in Atlanta and, mm. you know, does shows, like, all over even though they could be doing arenas, mm-hmm. but we're trying to keep his uh, chops sharp. Right, a lot of people lose their chops when they when they get a little taste of money. Mm. That's the question. How you like the how you like the cake? Man, red velvet. I appreciate you, Super Santi. No problem, my brother. This here, hey, we're we, we bought <laughs> in Washington D.C. in the nation's capital. And I've been in the gym real hard for the last three and a half months. Yo, congrats on that, bro. Hey, I appreciate it, man. It's not easy, dog. Nah. I mean, I done missed some days, but... You felt like you've been doing it that hell long. Hell yeah. yeah doing it, you've been doing it that long, bro. It's not easy. You oh. know, as men, as people, human beings, we lost the the hunt when we had to hunt. So imagine hunting back then. You had to be in shape to catch shit running. Yeah. So we got to make that you know, somehow be a habit to us. hmm Absolutely. But I think some people don't realize with physical health and diet incorporated
1: when as we, you... As, as I
0: eat this cake, I understand. No, no, no. It's like when you work out or stay active, you feel better mentally.
1: You feel like, great, dog.
0: hmm You don't feel as drained. Like you know you had the ability to i mean me personally i have the ability to figure out problems easier and solutions for stuff hell yeah Hell yeah like when i got a clear mind and my body is progressing absolutely know. So, right. you. my bad is my phone my phone <laughs> my bad and you're a businessman? man no no nah. <laughs> I, I, learnt, love, I love business, man. learned I a lot it. from you already, just observing you. Like, I, that's the whole thing a lot of people won't say publicly. That they study and observe other people. I dig I dig doing that. I'm a people-watcher. Like, My wife and I, we'll just be out. We'll go outside. We'll just sit in a spot and just chill and watch society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Peace be still A person Who'll see so much more In a resting position with their head up Than in a frantic position With their head down or midway Mm. And I've just been learning more More and more often to look up And look around You Mm -hmm. know because Yeah we gonna have problems Either you're in a storm Coming out of a storm Or headed Mm. to a storm and that's just life hmm but real like 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 go-getters like me and you and quantified and all the other people associated with your with your uh, medium pl- media platform they know that it's gonna be a lot of hard times and adversity but then rewards mm. after a hard grind that's why I drink rosé mm. so that's, that's how you mm-hmm. that's how you get over the hard times, yeah. Some 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 level of celebration, but I be mad at people out here celebrating nothing. Yeah. Some dudes I would be out here running around, tearing up the city, being a minister society, not being there for the kids. just having a good time, dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not. I don't. I feel like who am I to judge them? Mm-hmm. But I look at people, successful people in contrast to the way other people live like we were talking earlier about everybody wanting instant gratification mm, instant gratification it's just it's, it's 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 not it's not it's i'm not saying it's not possible i'm saying it's not sustainable without going through the process like you know in order to like maintain some level of success mm-hmm it's best to do it the organic way and i think a lot of these young kids out here see uzi vert see rappers on tv with big wads of money see migos with hundred thousand dollar chains they don't be understanding the young men and women work hard for that shit. Very if, even 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 if their hard work wasn't the same amount of time and minutes as yours they may have went through a situation that was so hard <laughs> Mm. That it multiplied To maybe like the year you've been going through In in a day In a day Or or in a week There's some people that have had that Mm -hmm. And they deal with that You know what I'm saying And those people get celebrated that way You know at times Yeah man It's it's a crazy thing to be out here On your grind Mm -hmm. And you have the desire to be recognized By your home crowd or whatever Yeah But to be recognized by a publication or a media platform, it's a big deal to me. Like, when I did uh, Uncensored TV, Power Mm -hmm. Up Radio, I was just featured in Jack Magazine. Dope. You know, I mean, it's small magazines and small platforms. You know, compared to- But it's numbers, though. Yeah, compared to other ones, though. Man, you gotta get seen for the skill you do. Yeah, and nobody, I mean, but for somebody to give you recognition, it means a lot to me. Even though if I was in the arena or on a scale where I could be getting awards or whatever,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I wouldn't, I don't think the awards would really mean anything to me. Mm-hmm. Because it's the feeling I get when I step on a stage mm-hmm. and I give people a unique experience to comedy. So let me ask you this question, uh, are you seeking financial gain from this? Is this something that you do full time Are you planning to make it full time? I mean, I I produce my own shows, so I treat it like a part-time job. Okay. Yeah, it's like a part-time job to me, but when I went on tour with uh Charlie Mack and the Mac Pack in January, right on that. thank Probably you my that too, brother. Yeah. And uh two I went on tour with Two Jennings, Oreo, uh Two Jennings is from Missouri, Oreo from Detroit. Um was uh, what's the other girl' name? Uh, Dasha Freeman from uh, Detroit, and it was another guy from Cali. But that's like you said about the, the the big stars getting big rewards from working really hard. I went on tour for seven days, and we did all kind of shows: Carolina, the in the Carolinas, and Georgia baton rouge new orleans austin houston mm. and i felt damn near dead i bet <laughs> after like a week and a day of doing this because a lot of fucking driving a lot of drive and i drove and you drove huh i drove gangster dog man i had nigga it was the time of my life i bet you did Duh, damn i mean gangster, you, it, it, i mean and and i had with, at, at the time, I felt like it was my comedy partner that I was gonna rock with for life, and because we've been in real situations with each other, like at after hours spots or in volatile places, we performed at expectations in Baltimore mm. with uh, Vibes by Cinnamon and DJ Got Jokes and uh, what's her name, uh, Kneisha Riley, and uh, this was not this was East Baltimore. <laughs> I, love Baltimore. I, don't, I, don't, I, I love Baltimore too. Love Baltimore, I got hey, got how much, much I love Baltimore. I wore this hey, this hoodie. I saw that, it, Oreo. No that I got from Royal Farms on Charles Street. Royal Farms. That's what. Because I fucked up with plenty of good women, but I'm trying to change my ways. I'm trying to change for the better of tomorrow, Captain. Hey, Lord
1: yeah. have mercy.
0: The children.
1: Well. I said, The children. Thank you. Back
0: to this question. I asked Red, uh, what was the day that he felt like he was gonna quit? That we all a lot of entrepreneurs go to a lot of business people, a lot of people that are talent like and that have talent and they they want to master, they go through, they go that day. That everything was fucked up, it was falling apart. Okay. What was that day like? And what happened? I'm gonna tell you exactly what happened. I probably was about a year and a couple months into doing stand-up comedy. At this time, I hadn't did any outside open mics other than the live stream I was doing every Friday because I just felt at home on that stage in Fort Washington. But one night I got destroyed by a fucking heckler. I, this shit was sad. This dude came up there. He talked about my jeans. Damn, I was wearing I was wearing hundred and twenty dollars jeans. Yeah, that he had never seen, one of a kind. He found a way to one of he found a way <laughs> to twist the energy and say my jeans was Bama <laughs> But me being inexperienced, uh-huh. I didn't know how to flip that energy and change it. That's not at that the easy. Time. No, it, it, in the moment sometimes it's not that easy. Yeah. But if you recognize the intent and the direction it's coming from, yeah, you can diagnose a remedy to Ooh. change the energy. Ooh. And make it to your advantage and then change it. It's like it's like doing jujitsu. jitsu mm. Um jiu is a defensive martial arts mm. like uh a genre of uh martial arts. Where they really don't strike first. Mm -hmm. They wait until you strike and see where your energy is going and then change the momentum of it. Mm -hmm. I definitely could have did that if I would have knew the the comedy tools that I know now. Mm -hmm. You know, there are like five, six comedy tools I use all the time. Mm -hmm. There's change of direction, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, kind of like setting it up and. Or drawing people's attention to one area and take it in another direction, mm. and then you have crowd work, which mm. is where you involve the crowd through a series of questions or mm. like a question and answer. You're mastering this. Thing. So yeah, it's a it's a tool set. So like that was a, two. What's the th- what's what's the rest? Of it? I got it here. All right. What's three? I did change the direction. Crowd work because those are my, like, favorite ones. Okay. Then you have, it's like styles of comedy. You have storytelling. Mm. Uh, I incorporate spoken word into my sets. Mm. You've seen that before. Yeah, yeah. When I did a poem, I did a, what poem did I, do you remember which poem I did at the show? I don't recall the poem. All right, no, okay. You you might have missed it because I did it later, like, for my closing. But I was into the whole thing. Okay, damn. I said the whole thing. All right, I probably did my no, intro no. poem. But it was a lot of comedy that night. Yeah, it was a lot of comedy. I did, I did, tonight we gonna get down to business. We gonna in these bitches muscles, like ballet's fitness. Niggas be learning, and then niggas be forgetting. Niggas get on stages just like this and make shit cook. I done been around a thousand criminals. I should've wrote a book. But it's like that old saying that mama used to say, ain't no such things as halfway crooks. Let's get this show going. But that's like one of my intro poems. But like I said, it's a lot of different tools. And had I known at that time what I know now, yeah. I would have been able to handle that man a lot better. He was in there dress in a in a in a baggy tank top. <laughs> no, you <laughs> uh, got it. A belt from Marshalls. <laughs> His jeans look like he was from 1996. Uh, 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 What's, what's that group uh like, damn man, the daddy like, mac and make it criss-cross. jump jump that nigga look yeah. like he was in a fucking crisscross video yeah, yeah so big baggy ass baggy jeans on backwards so <laughs> if i had known what i know now i could have picked the, that man apart and exposed his intent mm. and then the crowd would have turned on him. Mm. and there's different things you got to be aware of in a in a, a at a comedy show like with a lot of people with this PC culture, the crowd will turn on your ass. Yeah. You get out there, oh, like I had I got a comedian friend that I used to run with. We used to do a two-way uh a two-man format. And uh that's one of the things I originated, I didn't origi- originate it, but I instituted it on the first show that I did. I we had the two-man format. And this guy that I was doing comedy with was disrespectful to the women in the audience, but they loved it. Initially in the uh, small setting we used to uh, do our show in, but he tried that same shit Uh in East Baltimore. Oh shit. And they said, "Uh uh-uh, who the the F he think he talking to? Uh. So, you know, it's important to, 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 you know, read the room before you try to apply comedy. And I, th- I feel it's like sex. <laughs> it's definitely like sex. Comedy is like sex? It's like sex. Some okay, some okay. of these comedians wanna just jump right into the ish and and jam and start fucking. Yeah. But you gotta do some foreplay. Cause these people don't know who you are. You gotta foreplay the pussy. Yeah, if, the, if you introduce yourself and they know who you are, they're more likely to jail with you and vibe with you. But some people just come yes. and say, I'm gonna make these people laugh. And it may work sometimes, mm. but my approach is different. And that's yeah. why some that's why I clash with a lot of comedians. Cause I have a very unorthodox style. It's raw. It's different, yeah. It's raw The motherfucker, dog. Raw. I like it. I like I like it raw. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just I just had a conversation like Recently, with a comedian, it was a clean comedian. I ain't gonna say her name, mm-hmm. but um, we had a back and forth about clean com- comedians versus dirty comedians. Mm-hmm. And clean comedians really do, ooh, Lord Jesus, they look down mm-hmm. on dirty comics. You told me that. They do. That's a real thing. It's a real thing. They look at us like we. Ain't, Ish, but how many clean comedians are there that we can say have held like society in its grasp for years? Right. Mm. Other than Bill Cosby. Oh my God, that's what I thought about. Other than Bill Cosby, and he was doing his dirt behind the scenes. <laughs> mm. He just, oh, allegedly, 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 he did this a little. T- I don't know, man. Poor mm. Bill Cosby, at the end of the day, though. He, I, used to hit he him was with. too old for that. Can you imagine Bill Cosby on a date with a young woman? So you <laughs> so came to the room at 2.30. <laughs> and the yellow pudding pops were in the freezer. Camille had put the children to bed. So either you're going to give me the pussy, or I'm going to take the pussy. Uh, let me tell you something. I, my, my favorite joke about I like saying it like this, so my Bill calls me in this whole situation is he likes his pussy numb. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, Bill, that could have been for just lifting up a leg. <laughs> I don't even want the pussy if she ain't giving it to me. You know what I'm saying? If she ain't conscious, how imagine, can she moan? That heavy leg, the bitches just numb. <laughs> I'm like, yo baby, that's that's a lot of work, dog. No, you a strong nigga, dog. He was on the stress back in the sixties. so you can lift nigga leg up. Uh, man, I don't even like trying to hit my lady while she sleep. <laughs> that's uh, too much work. Hey, wake uh, up, wake up. <laughs> yeah, you gotta she gotta participate. This is a team sport. He, turn, he turned into a one man show. He wanted that shit just numb the she, fuck yeah, out. Yeah, and she wondered why she woke up with her mouth sore and her asshole hurting. She's like, "What the fuck happened?" Really? Like, I was uh, asleep. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. oh man. Like, I mean, one of the women looked like a damn pro wrestler. Nothing against women that look like pro wrestlers, but oh, here we go. She didn't really look that attractive. The one that was the coach from uh from from Pennsylvania. Man, I felt like every single one of them motherfuckers wasn't attractive. I was Maybe like, hey. I only seen a few of them. Man, Bill Cosby. I'm like, yo, Bill, what the fuck were you thinking? Mm. And and he was a, he's a multi millionaire. The man could have paid somebody, and they would have done it. They would have done it. Just pretend that you sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Pretend. laughs> I'm gonna sprinkle something in my in your drink. I'm gonna put go buy Jello. Yeah, I'm gonna put some Jello in your drink, and when you wake up. It's gonna be a check waiting for it. Oh, poor Bill, man. I felt bad for Bill that whole situation. So and I him. loved Bill. Like I felt like he was like. I still love the, Bill. I still love Bill. He was one of the corners. St- like who didn't watch the the Cosby's growing up? If you didn't watch the Cosby's growing up when you weren't growing up, you were racist. Yeah, had to be. Had to be. <laughs> you're a racist. Had to be. Bro. You're a racist. I, I love Claire Hump. Even if you, even if you're black, you're a racist. <laughs> Felicia Rashad, Lord <laughs> have mercy. Felicia Rashad was bad. Fucking Denise. Denise. Yeah, little Denise. I wasn't into Denise, but I was I with which you. Were, Oh, that, that's the brown skin one, right? Nah, that's the young, the oldest, right? I think I Who like that the, Lisa Bonet. I like the two light skinned ones. Oh, you like them, Joy? I felt like Denise was just I liked the one she went on different world. That's when they had Brandon brought out more chicks. Oh yeah. I was like, yeah. When they brought them on a different world, I was like, okay, finally more chicks, okay. I think I, they, they say Bill Cosby's color struck though. How the hell he had a cat? Had the show cast where you got Lisa? What well, Lisa Bonet? Lisa Bonet. That's light skin. Uh-huh. The other one, what, which one? The, the brown skin one. It was Sandra. Sandra. She was brown skinned And then you had the oldest one. It was Vanessa. Vanessa. That's that the was middle to the last. That was red bone. And he, then you no, had no, no, Rudy. No, no, no. Rudy. Rudy was the last one. Rudy was one. And then uh, you had Theo. Yeah, that's deal. All right. That's a lot of kids for a motherfucker to have though. How you gonna have what, three brown skin ones? And then two high yellow ones from two. Well, brown they, they people? they were saying that the mom's the mom's is uh uh-huh. Puerto Rican. Ah, little Puerto, little Puerto, Rico. Puerto Rican little Puerto The mom's is Puerto Rican, remember? Boricua, man. Ain't that Damn. Damn Felicia do like she got a little Puerto Rican. There. She's Puerto Rican for real. For real? Oh my Yeah, she's Puerto Rican for real. Yeah. Damn. She, her name is Felicia, Felicia. Oh, uh, how, how you feel about her standing up for Bill? You know, I feel like as me getting money during a time from a brother where other people wasn't getting money, like I was getting money. Cause I bet you Felicia, she, she ain't cutting no checks. I bet oh, you her hell. checks is stacked, you're done. And she still, when she go act, she gets the clean roll. She get, you know, he came with a nice little pretty penny. Cause you're not gonna I get. Swear her well damn! Hold on, I seen her in that. Tyler damn, Perry, yeah, thank I seen her in that Tyler Perry Joan, man. Hell, damn, she she get, cold, she get, get her check. She's still beautiful. Black, don't crack. Hey, yeah, unless it do crack. Yeah, it do. If it do, if, if it, it, do it crack, it. you gotta be careful. You might crack it. Absolutely. <laughs> it's geez. That woman is a beast, man. You but I still getting that. Clean I think she's mind. Well, you're right. I, I I agree with you in that aspect. I mean, like her, with her getting a check with Bill at one time. She she had she like. Life. like, nigga ain't no me out. <laughs> And that's the even better question. <laughs> that's all we want to know. Right. That's it. You, know, you ever drink with Felicia? She was closest to him. You ever drink with Bill, Felicia? She yeah. like, I don't I, I woke up.
1: But <laughs> so I don't remember. I remember. <laughs> nah, don't
0: remember. Not, I'm just joking, Felicia. She was hey, Felicia, don't come get me. We you know you are nah, working over at Howard now. I'm just joking. She yeah, Howard. they was trying. Yeah, she's the uh, performing arts. Oh uh, shit, dean. they learning. They learning from the best. Yeah, Dean of performing arts. Shit, they learning man. from the y'all Howard. Y'all got Felicia. Man. That shit, I would be if I was one to be acting. If Felicia Rashad in that joint, best believe I'm in that classroom. They they tried to they tried to uh, fire her when she stood up for Bill. They had a petition going around, but <laughs> 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 whether whether Bill did it or not, whether Bill did it or not, I don't I don't really. Um, uh, I a. Hey. There's a whole lot of women saying that they woke up with their mouth sore and their asshole wide open. Okay, so we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about Goldstein. Goldstein ghosting. Oh sh He was killing them out in California, y'all. Was- Man <laughs> was, wasn't he like assaulting men <laughs> actors? They say yeah. he grabbed Terry Crews up. <laughs> Is they, it say, exactly. they say he grabbed Terry Crews up like he wasn't nothing. Uh, Money makes you feel powerful and big. Damn, but you know what? That's beyond money because at that point people around you was now making your money make you look powerful and big. Because wow. you ain't powerful and big enough to grab my penis. A grown ass. In man. front of my wife in a setting of a party. So you do you feel like shit. he should have Will Smith ass? Man, man, shit my shit would have been named Terry Cruz. Absolutely <laughs> cruise the, I mm, cruise the Right. I would not have been in a movie ever again. <laughs> ever again because you'd have been blackballed. You know, because you'd have grabbed your black ball. (laughs) Right, but I just want to know how that man felt looking at (laughs) himself in the mirror the next day after that man then grabbed. But see, the thing I learned about, like I'm not even at a high level in the industry I feel, but the thing I've learned about certain areas of the industry, don't be at that house in that mansion because I have been to mansion parties. Don't be in that house or in that mansion if you don't do what those people do. Mm. Mm. It's it's some rooms that you may go to in some industry parties. You, you feel for that. In some there, industry now? parties, that gotcha, they they it's you know it's some substances in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's know some things going on. That's some part of freaking, life. It's some swinger parties. It's, that's part of life. Uh, young young people have to learn and understand mm-hmm. that. When you get into any industry, and sometimes you be surprised it's just whatever the fuck you're doing, so you selling hammers. <laughs> you might go to the hammer party one day, wow. and they doing some outrageous shit too. And they in there with motherfucking screwdrivers. <laughs> <All right. laughs> they in that bitch. With some I Allen that. wrenches. I they, they, they in that bitch with some socket wrenches. And then they're motherfucking dropping transmissions out of shit. They got, dri- they had definitely the drills. They dropping transmissions in that bitch. I- but yeah, Um. right. So <laughs> with that being said, in the, in the industry and being around people that do have money and influence, you got to make sure that you ready or you bought that life at whatever place you go. Let me ask you this question. He's, that's right. I want to ask you another question. Your top three influencers in life—it doesn't have to be of entertainment or be comedians. It's top three influencers that you have. Man, that's kind of hard. Uh, I started off producing music, okay. um, and I played in a band. I played uh, upright bass. I played uh, cello. So, like, I was into like instrumentation from the jump. So, damn, I, I, my first influence would definitely have to be a musician but not in the traditional sense. So I would say like Master P. Word. Probably because, you know, he really couldn't rap that well, mm-hmm. but he had enough smarts to say, "I I know how to structure this yeah. and do this." And then my second influence would probably be John michel Basquiat. Okay. Um I've been I've been watching and observing his art like since I was like 17 years old and he does neo expressionist art that's in a crude type of way so you kind of have to de- decipher it like a pu- like a puzzle word and uh you have to kind of be privy of like philosophy and different areas of study to understand the deeper meaning in his art mm. so um john Macell number 2 masterpiece p number 1 and then I probably have to say. I'm a flamboyant type dude. Mm-hmm. Um, very, so. very fly, brother. Oh, thank you, my brother. You, Hey, you very fly, too. Them that, Gucci's over there, bro. Oh, no, that's... no, that's... This uh, is, I'm sorry. This is a Versace. That's Versace, I'm sorry. i got a biggie yeah, big fan. When yeah. he said Versace, when I was a young man, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna cop me a pair of Versace one day. Absolutely. When I was able to buy me one. Hell yeah. And now... And I take care of them. Hey. So, I, so I have quite a few. Right. I can think, hey, know, first time I met you you had on the Versace. I, 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 I had the know, black and gold on my brother, but uh my last no, yes, what's influence no, no. would be baby from Cash Money. I like your list. Yeah, I uh I like how I mean, I kind of take a similar approach with a lot of business I do. That's why I was saying earlier about when a guy asked me how much I charge for a show, I'm really more into partnership. I'm not into a quick $350 or $200. That's short. That's short. My It's 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 quick. Y- you're gonna go buy groceries and gas. Yeah. And you know, a bottle of Hennessy, man. Trying to buy buildings. Right. We trying to buy real estate. Mm-hmm. A lot of real estate. Some of these people, uh, young people mainly, don't matter what the color they are. or or economic background don't know the difference between guns and butter. Mm. Like they said on Baby Boy, the guns is the real estate, the art, the IP, the intellectual property, and the butter is the cars, the jewelry, the BS Mm. that really doesn't appreciate after you buy it, Mm. like bonds or whatever. And I've seen these men take a different approach to doing business like Master P revolutionized um, business in music for hip-hop artists when he did his first deal and then Baby from Cash Money revolutionized business in the same sense but in a different way just like Master P did but he got a better deal because he kept all of his publishing and all of that stuff and all of the rights but only use the label for distribution. But he had such, shout out to them guys, I love your list, by the way. Thank you sir, Thank he, But he, he did have, uh, he took a big risk because those guys to know that they were gonna be the hits that they were, he had an ear. But, but he had his, I mean he had his foot on the ground mm-hmm. and his ear to the street. Hard. And a lot of people, like we were talking earlier about comedians, Like getting big and losing touch. They didn't lose touch because they was at ground zero always. And people think ground zero may mean their hometown. Ground zero is every city in this damn country or in the world. The world is a ghetto. Everything is the same everywhere. Except for except for little variations. You know, like Louisiana. Baton Rouge is a lot more chill and smooth than New Orleans. But they're both the same. New Orleans just has a little bit more of an edge to it. Mm. You know, it's people walking around in pasties in the middle of the street with boo-boo band-aids on their nipple. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you can't do that type of stuff in uh, Baton Rouge. So, like I said, the world is a ghetto. Some people just got to have a bigger perspective. And I really love the way them people do business. That's why I never will settle, settle... for a small check over a long-term lifetime opportunity or relationship I believe that man that's dope dope business man you, you and you every time I look around you you're you're promoting something someone you're always doing something new a I, I, I shout out to that man it motivates me to see other people that are close to me working that hard because that is like we stated there there's talent out there. I knew a nigga that was nice that should've been in NBA growing up with. Mm-hmm. I, this nigga was one of the nicest niggas I ever knew. But he stayed in trouble so much that he never even stepped on a basketball court. We only saw him on the, on the court outside, you know what I'm saying, until he was right. dead. And that's a terrible waste of God-given talent. But skill, I knew a dude, a friend of mine that just worked really hard, made it to the NBA, made it overseas, mm. and he out here busting and, he, and he's doing his thing. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Dang. Your dreams can get you out of poverty. My poverty is rich, living in squalor. Talking about that government cheese, boy, that government milk. But I'm gonna tell that you, that damn powdered milk, man. One thing these young folk don't like. I can't assume your age, but you're how old? Um, um, I'm sorry. Too. No, no, I'll say it. Okay, okay, okay. So hey, I'm 37. Like. I'm 37. Oh, you young, about dude. Be, I'm about to be 38 next month. But even with that age, you remember the 90s cartoons and, and and nostalgia. All that, man. It's not, and I I don't, you know, being young is different, but that groove we had back then was dope. It could never be recreated. And they, But they tried to a they lot. They trying so hard. That's why people so in the 80s culture and yeah. 90s oh. culture and... If he wasn't really coming up in that time, you would never understand back when cell phones weren't regular. (laughs) It wasn't a regular thing for people. People was on beepers. Beepers or something? People, I, had two, I had two beepers. Not at the same time, okay, okay. but at two different periods, I okay. had two different beepers. I had the clear beeper you that you through? could see the inside of it. I thought I would fly, boy. Wait, you can see the electronics. Yeah, said, no boy. bull, man. But, yeah, people be forgetting them times where we didn't have the technology that makes our lives so easy. Yeah, yeah, man. I dig it, man. If you could tell your fans and your listeners... What they have to hope for next, coming up in the, like this current future, man. It's I got I got a few things going on. I um I, I like damn that's a, like it's it'll probably take me like 15 minutes to say everything I got going on, but damn. I'm gonna summarize it. Um, I produce a show called the Thirteenth Floor Talk Show. I produce a show called the Gramercy House of Comedy. I also produce a show called um, Smoking Joke Comedy. And I also have a new platform that I created called uh, DMV uh, Roast Champs. And kind of a subsidiary to that is So You Think You Can Bid. But I also have a live stream that I'm doing live from the French Quarter on May 17th. When do you sleep, bro? Uh... When I can, <laughs> but I'm hey, I'm getting on my old man time. I'm starting to take day naps. Your day I, naps are vicious. I bro. might need me man, boy, man. Them day naps, boy. If you don't get you a day nap and you over thirty five, something wrong with you. Let me tell your you, your mama raised you wrong. So you gotta take a nice little day nap, yeah. Hell yeah. I just started kicking those into rotation, bro. And don't it feel good? It do because I wake up, I will be like, oh, okay, that was cool. Yeah, like like man, like. Man, ain't nothing that Whatever's out there Is gonna be out there later You know that's some Old man shit right there you know I love it I love it I've been an old man Since I was a young man Ah, man, you all Because you younger you're A lot younger than me Yeah, I was hanging In the bootleg house When I was 16 years you old You an old soul Yeah, man Well, man Thank you for coming On the show, man uh, If you could tell the people Where they could find you again All your plugins Where they could find you On Facebook You can find me At Bryce Oliphant B-R-I-C-E O-L-I-P-H-A-N-T One more time. That is B-R-I-C-E O-L-I-P-H-A-N-T Bryce Oliphant on Facebook. You can find me at R-E-D-D-C-R-O-X-X on Instagram. Or you can find me at The World of Red Crocs on Instagram. Or you can find me at Reds Clergy on Instagram. Or... You can find me on Google. If you put in R E D D C R O X X, I'm very Googleable. Googleable, I'm Googleable. Yo, shout out to at Diva Volans, OG underscore Frank, my man, Block Party Entertainment, at Rex Corollas. Shout out to everybody, gas No Break Podcast. Thank you for everybody been tuning in, y'all. I know I have took a massive break. Real quick on the break, we are creating more businesses while we've all took this break. Uh, just got my trucking license. My man, we all getting our licenses in this truck game, man. And right now, what I'm doing is starting a whole new trucking business. So I'm gonna put up information on how the hell that shit's been going. You're gonna see how that went for me. And uh, up to the purchase of my first truck. So that's it, all gas, no brakes, man. My man at Red Crocs, the funniest dude, one of the funniest dudes at DMV. And we're blessed to have him on the show. And he gave us just a nice, just chill time, man. So keep on streaming. Tune on in, subscribe, like, do all that good stuff. Peace.
1: Not the club chat. I'm the fun type, chill at the crib, but we'll do this here all night I'm a gentleman you know of intelligence uh. House is filled with leather bound books And my flow could kill as well as my looks So I'm down for playing uh. in any basement I don't want a girl, but here's an application I just wanna have a different type of situation Main zone, party or two party. Baby girl, I wanna party with you yeah. And you'll be my only invited guest So put your number in my phone and send me a text Tell me that you love this party Tell me that you love this party Calling out to everybody Calling out to everybody Friend to us, a friend to none A friend to us, a friend to none Would you see that had some fun? But you see that had some fun, yeah. on earth just to have some fun if i'm crazy in love let the madness come a friend to all's a friend to none the world's chasing views but i'm chasing one waiting for someone to make you happy is the best way to be sad but waiting for you to say you love me be the best time that i have tell me that you love this party tell me that you love this party calling out to everybody calling out to everybody friend to all, a friend to none we're just here to ask you see that have some fun We're just here to have some fun, yeah. Fun. Yo, this is a one night stand that went horribly wrong. Cause we been together for a year and a month. I think we bore each other, but we feel like we stuck. It's just a routine, but we say that it's love. We got work on Mondays, brunch on Sundays. Anytime together, man, she always hungry. Now it's morning and I'm chilling in bed take my phone up off the charger and I scroll as I sit, huh? She right beside me, like she trying to catch me. Liking pics of a friend that got a fatty. I'm not in her DMs, I'm just being friendly. I don't even know a name but a friend of Betty. Like, Chloe Bailey, a bit of Dorothy Damage. My girl start hating, so I deflect the damage. And I put my phone away and grab her hip so I can say. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning There is something about danger